I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Welcome to Simply Marvelous. If you've not been here before, did you know there's heaps of episodes? So many. Just hit like or subscribe and you can listen to them all. All in them. The world has gotten even stranger than you already know. These guys come from legend. They're basically gods. Take that off. What are you? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. Room. Which one is A wearing a spangly outfit and B not of use? You people are so petty. Sir, please put down the spear. Simply marvelous. Welcome to Sim. Marvelous, the podcast where hosts Harry, Ron, and Hermione talk about the movies in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, The Crown, Lord of the Rings, and now Harry Potter. My name is Kyron Weasley. I'm Reese Nicholson. You're Ron. Reese Owen. <laughs> yeah, okay, Nicholson. sure. It just Ron. feels like we're doubling up. Anyway, I'm Georgia McGonagall. Mad Eye Moody. And... Jesus, there's rules. <laughs> I'm Mad Eye Moody. Sure. Slash Hermione. It's the last one. Do what you want. Whatever. Fuck it. Man, today we're talking about Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2. Hogwarts is threatened. <laughs> Man, the boundaries protect us. I have to go back, haven't I? It's a suicide mission. The boy who lived. Come to What's it about, Reese? In a wizarding world, on a new episodes of Grand Designs, this family of magical kids and a goblin and John Hurt plan to transform this charming beachside property into a safe home away from home. Construction suddenly stops when the builders find the bones of a missing house elf. Suddenly, we're in Ocean's Four for one last big heist. We meet Helen Ravenclaw, who was, of course, played by Georgia Moody. 
Yes, it was. Oh, yes. Exactly like Harry you. dies. <laughs> she really did. Harry dies and finds a pretty ugly newborn baby under a chair, but doesn't report it to the authorities. <laughs> Everyone dies, and we learn that the only way you can make 20-year-olds look 40 is bad facial hair and having their hair up in a messy bun with a sensible heel. <laughs> Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, part two. The term sensible heel brings mm. me so much joy. Well, it's true. Bit of fun. Bit of fun. Sensible, though. All the older women in that last scene, they've all got corporate jobs. The way that they're dressed, yeah. they're all in like yeah. smart, casual yeah. corporate jobs. It was so hard to make them look in their mid-30s that they had to dress them like they were in their 60s and just yeah. sort of yeah. to meet in the middle. Like, it was a, bit of a very strange approach. I was like, is this what we look like? I think they're meant to be like 35. And Malfoy's okay now? We see Malfoy in there? Yep, with longer hair. Being, being oh, 18 yes. years older yeah. means you got longer hair. That's what it is. <laughs> and you're wearing a beige pantsuit. It's kind of true. I mean, i got longer hair right now and I mm. feel 18 years older. Mm. <laughs> oh, yes. Because we're still in lockdown. We're still in lockdown. Yes, you're right. People could be listening to this in 2025 <laughs> when, who knows, maybe we're still in lockdown. It's, it's funny because we started this podcast mm. in lockdown and it was uh, kind uh, of a manic joke. We were like... <laughs> And can you imagine if we kept Imagine if we got to the end I'm sure we'll never Like oh god And then um, we are now on our third Not only did we get to the end of the Marvel Cinematic Universe Saga They have released more movies And we're going to have to go back Mm. But a third of our audience is international Did you know that? Hello to the future They're living different lives. They must think that we're in some weird prehistoric prison. (laughs) And And we we are. are. We are. It's called Australia. (laughs) It's Australia. Good Lord. It's literally our reputation. (laughs) It is. And it's really been And we would like to say to our listeners overseas, help! (laughs) Help us. Please send the boat. Hello to my neighbours as well, by the way. promise not to stop them this time. Oh, yeah. That was just a joke. Yeah, God. Oh, 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 no, Karen. I mean, this is a real neighbour test. If they call the police, they're good neighbours. If they don't... We do get drunk and play company at two o'clock in the morning pretty loudly. (laughs) The musical company, not just... Play company. I like the idea that that's sort of code for for sexing. Are we play company? What often leads to that? Anyways. (laughs) well... If the musical company is not foreplay, I don't know what is. Phone rings, door chimes, in comes company, if you know what I mean. Voldemort, I think, really looks mm-hmm. like a taut testicle. Do mm. you agree? Yes. Like, but Very what have you taught testicular it? testicular <laughs> Very learned nut. <laughs> like, and I, he reminds me of everyone went to school with someone that was mostly gum. Like, you know, everyone went to school with someone that had teeny, <laughs> Tiny little teeth, yeah. and you didn't. Oh, and there's nothing wrong with it, but there was just a lot of yeah. gum. a lot of gum. Yeah. Lot of gum. Would you sort of be training yourself to have just a very shy smile? Yeah. So people, yeah. so you give yeah. the idea of you, yeah. know, you have the correct amount of teeth, but then <laughs> yeah. the kind of curtains go up, and you're like, oh, gum straight away. It's carrying a lot of weight in the gums. It's like um, on that show, uh, Naked Attraction, oh where God, the kind of the curtains shows. go up. If what if like it goes up to their like just the bottom half and the boobies are already kind of hanging down that you're like well we've already started like the what's I'm seeing the boobs the, I'm seeing the boobies too soon. The, the boobies hanging down the boobies hanging down <laughs> below the waist yeah show us the gums yeah. and and do you and do you like quite long breasts <laughs> is that something 
show. You know what I love about that show is To anyone who doesn't know what we're talking about, there's a show in the UK called Naked Attraction and it is just guess who of dicks and badges. And it is. It's a dating show and it's a, it. they show you, they reveal one bit at a time of the body mm-hmm. and you eliminate a contestant mm-hmm. at every reveal. Mm. Show. And the thing that gets me is that the first reveal... Is not is not the knees or the ankles. Yeah. They just go bad dick. <laughs> straight, to like, cock. straight to cock. Straight to cock. Yeah. Straight to that level. <laughs> and then they show you chest, chest. or breast or boobies, Reese. <laughs> and then boobies. they show the head and then they can talk. And that's the four sort of levels. Yeah. But I just love that the first one is like, we're in. <laughs> There's absolutely no macking around. It's what do you think of this dick? <laughs> I don't know why we're explaining this, because if you haven't seen this show, you're not listening to this podcast anymore. <laughs> You've stopped it t- to immediately go to YouTube and to you look must. up Unfortunately, show. on YouTube, they are censored, oh. though. Well, it's shocking that it is in existence. I mean, does the UK have different rules? They have the watershed. They have the watershed oh. over there. So after, what is it, nine o'clock, anything, anything goes. Anything goes. Anything goes. It's all snuff films after after nine o'clock. Why? It's amazing. It's delivered some of the best TV in the world, that watershed. <laughs> The first time I ever saw it, I was, it was one of my first years that I'd gone to the Edinburgh Fringe and it was one of the nights I thought, I'm not going to party tonight, I'm going to go home uh-huh. and have an early night this is when and I maybe I'll watch it. a bit of TV. Yeah. And you, I turned it on and it felt like I was alone in the house Okay. and I, the next day was trying to explain it to people like I'd like, I think I saw something last night and I don't like, it's like I'd seen a Yeti or something yeah. and I was trying to explain it, but everyone knew what I was, I was like, oh yeah, Naked Attraction. Like because mm. I was flipping channels and suddenly there was like a, a dream. two women right. standing in front of a, a, a dislocated dick yep. and going, and what, and what do you usually like in a penis calf? Yeah, <laughs> very matter of fact in a way. It's almost clinical, but then at the same time mm. you are judging someone on the appearance of their genitals. Yeah. I mean the first episode of it I saw one of the very first men who were who was getting judged mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. had so and I met a tattoo. Oh, I saw this episode also. Of an <laughs> elephant. <laughs> Yes. 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 Well, no. Yeah. He had the ears of an elephant surrounding mm-hmm. a certain trunk that already existed in his. Uh, yeah. And in it fact, was quite a trunk. He had a tattoo. It was a big, big old trunk, wasn't it? Was unidentifiable. Yeah. Without the dick. Yes, that's because right. Because the identifying feature of the elephant yes. is indeed the trunk. Is the dick? Oh yeah, the trunk. Yeah. Is the trunk? Yeah. I mean, they got crazy dicks as well, but <laughs> they all swoosh about. They got a mind of their own. Good lord, that is a nightmare. They can all, yeah, they can pick up leaves with it. <laughs> they can put on their own condom. <laughs> well, that is actually handy. Well, it's good to have safe sex. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, but Harry Potter. Why on earth would you send your kid to Hogwarts this year? <laughs> you know? Mm. What are you doing going, Mum, can I not? Oh. Like, I don't want to go to school, Mum. It's just that I might die. <laughs> yeah. And Mum's like, no, no, it's important that you learn. <laughs> These are the risks. Maybe a bit of homeschooling. We've really gone from like, oh, isn't it fun? You can lift up a feather with a spell to mm. we're doing everything we can to not be brutally murdered. The Quidditch pitch is on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it's so manipulative, that shot. of like They're like, remember how much fun we've had on this yes. thing? Well, it's fucking gone. Snape looks good with his new eye makeup. I think he was in The Cure. That was. Different, wasn't it? Well, it's weird that he looks like the cure because he does, in fact, cry. Oh, and true. as the cure tell us, boys 
Boys don't cry. Oh, dear. It's got to be a bad way to go, giant snake. Stabby in the neck. It's not nice. Mm. Are we talking about naked attraction again? I completely forgot that that's how that happened. Oh, that's brutal. It was absolutely brutal, wasn't it? And Snape's life, you know, at the end, you're like, oh, okay, so he's been sad forever. And then now he's dead. <laughs> no, good. Now that's good, isn't it? Yeah. That's, I mean, that's life, isn't it? <laughs> Okay, well, that's fairly accurate. We're not in a great space, <laughs> emotionally, at the moment. But um, <laughs> I would say though, out of all the movies, I think this is one of the ones that juggles the dark and the light. Though there are so many great, mm. like actual laugh out loud moments, mm. and a lot of them are Maggie Smith. Yeah, go like the I've always wanted to do that. Oh, spell. I love that bit. Did you go to a school reunion? No. No. Didn't attend. The 10 year was offered to me and it just seemed too soon. <laughs> I really like the idea of reunions, but then... I think they're ultimately hell. Yeah. It's like family Christmas. You want it to be beautiful and sentimental and then you get there and you're like, everyone's a bit weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again, another big hello to Mrs. Mooney. <laughs> Imagine if your internal limbo was a train station. Like, what a... An that's That's something station. to look at. That's something to look at about yourself. Yeah. If my purgatory was Central Station in Sydney. <laughs> the railway tunnel. What's wrong with me? <laughs> Couple of buskers in there. Division Street underpass. Yeah. I kind of don't love the end end. I actually think... Yes, me too. Well, that's in the book. It could have just ended. Mm. Yeah. But it could have just... Mm. We didn't need to... I don't care. I, also I don't care about their sons and stuff. How do they get students the year after this? Like, how did Hogwarts, like, look, we admit it's been a tough couple years at the school. A lot of demountable classrooms all, yeah. all yeah. over the field. We're <laughs> absolutely nightmare. Yeah. demountable. God. I do think that Voldemort brought a lot of manpower to Hogwarts to kill a 17-year-old and 200 of his classmates. You're like, do you need the giant trolls? They're children. Well, every single, every single... Franchise needs giant trolls. Correct. Put it on the list. I yeah, it does make you realise, does it, that every we've now done three franchises and every single one of them <laughs> have a final battle scene where it's lots of normal sized people running. And then something I've noticed that I thought last night was why is it in these movies the bigger that you are, the dumber you are for some reason? Yep. Like and if you're very tiny, you must be very smart. <laughs> But if you're very big, <laughs> you're just this guy swinging a bat around. In all three yes. movies, it is interesting that like all it makes you realize fantasy movies, whether it be Marvel, uh, Lord of the Rings, or Harry Potter, kind of have to end in the same. It, yeah. All three three endings of these movies are the same movie. In totally a way. giant battles. Also, did you not think when Voldemort was disintegrating into dust, were you like, hang on, it's Endgame was? Was it Thanos that killed him in the end? Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it was. He was a victim of the snap. He He'll be back. Don't worry. Don't worry. He disintegrates into that very, like, tactile, kind of, like, papery. Like, imagine getting that on your tongue. Oh, oh mm, yeah. No, very... you're going to inhale a bit of him, and that's yucky. That's yucky, yucky, yucky. Mm. I did think when the room of requirement um, opens up and it's just full of... All that stuff, I was like, gosh, I'd love to just poke through there. I could pick up a lot of lovely pieces for the apartment. Mm. You know, it's like an antique store dream. It was. Yeah. I, I did think, like, these young people have no idea how good these chairs are. <laughs> exactly like, you right. uh, you have no respect for chairs when you're young. Exactly. You get older and you think, 
I just need some good chairs. I've got a bad back. I need good chairs. When people come over for dinner, I want them to be able to sit down comfortably. Yes. When you're like 20, you don't give a shit about chairs. That's not really the room of requirement, though, isn't it? That's sort of that's the room of bits and bobs and <laughs> nicks and knacks. That's just the antiques warehouse. <laughs> yeah, it does feel like a kind of looks like Sydney props, <laughs> which is a deep reference, but very deep. Yeah, but I I'm love surprised Sydney there weren't props. a few old men in there valuing items <laughs> and some young bands doing photo shoots. <laughs> What do we think about the rescue of Malfoy? Mm. Would you have done that? Would you have turned around, saved Draco, the person who has tried to thwart you for seven years? I'd like to tried think to I wouldn't you? Leave, leave another person for dead in any situation, but I don't think Draco came good quite enough for us as an audience to be thrilled with that choice. No. No. He, he never does anything good. He just never takes the action to do something bad. Yeah. Yeah, is there a Hague? <laughs> Do they all go to war like, trials? Do they all go to like yeah. war trials now? Or it's are they fair. is there a bunch of Death Eaters like scattered throughout South America now? Yeah, what's True. going on? Because somewhere between Draco running away with his family across the bridge to Hogwarts and nineteen years later at platform nine and three quarters. Yeah. Some shit's gone down. Yes. But you don't just go like, Did you hear about the Malfoys? They murdered a bunch of people. He's done a lot of rehab, surely, yeah. Neville did that thing I hate where he falls off a bridge and then he saves his whole body weight by the fingertips. Put it on the list. That's fucking hell. That's on the list. Like, that's never happened. (laughs) That's never happened. Harry and Ginny suck at kissing and it makes me deeply Mm -hmm. uncomfortable whenever they do it. Terrible time for a first kiss. (laughs) It's horrible. It's awful. And then even 20 years later with kids, the chemistry is still like, what's happening? She seems a bit trapped. (laughs) She seems a bit like, I married him young. (laughs) And you can't be the the first wife of Harry Potter. It doesn't look good. (laughs) Exactly. How do you divorce Harry Potter? Do you think there was, and I genuinely don't mean this in a pervy way, but do you think there was any, like, little kissies on set around amongst the actors? Like, you can't, like, you're on this kind of four to six months... I think calling it little kissies makes it feel more pervy. (laughs) Yeah, true. True, true. Yeah. Big kissies? (laughs) Big big kissies? No, it's better. I would love to see the statistics on... I don't know if anyone else has felt this. This is just a, a fun fact is... I don't, I have no, I was never, in high school I was like a big reader, like reading, mm-hmm. and then it's kind of come in and out of my, I do not have any more than maybe 20 minutes at a time reading mm. space in my brain at the moment. I can't, I have no, no that is a thing. that's a pandemic concentration. thing. Concentration. I have no concentration. I was talking about that at a picnic at today, a pandemic picnic, and we were talking about inability to focus and how reading books has become a real challenge. That's what we're doing in Australia, international listeners. If you don't live in Perth, we're all going on picnics. <laughs> Correct. That is the national goal. Yep. Small man, big machine. Ah. Voldemort being inside Harry. Yeah, exactly. Do you think he was in his tummy like a pregnancy? I think so. Yeah, I think that. <laughs> or yeah. like, like a like a, a mole that they find a tooth in. I agree with that. <laughs> big fight, small kitchen. Do they? I mean, there's big fight, big fight, big fight. Big fight, all the kitchens. Yeah, and once you knock over enough of those walls, it's just open it's plan. All a big kitchen. It's open plan. Yeah, it's a very. <laughs> Open blank. Open blank fight. Yeah. This film passes the Bechdel test. Oh, you're joking. Mrs. Weasley says to Helena Bonham Carter. Helena Bonham Carter. Not my daughter. Molly Weasley says, Not my daughter, you bitch. Yeah, that was a shame. (laughs) That was a shame. Is a woman 
speaking to another woman about something that's not a man. But calling her a bitch. Yay, feminism! And then she kills her! <laughs> so it's good. Yeah, she kills the she woman. So it's not a great example. I think some of the best acting in any of these movies oh, yeah. is Helena Bottom Carter playing Hermione yes. playing Helena Bottom Carter. <laughs> she does a brilliant job. I mean, she's a very good actress playing a kind of fine actress playing a very good actress. <laughs> yeah. I really liked also at the end, Harry just snapping the most powerful I weapon know. that's ever been made in half. Just goes, snap. Over the edge. Done. What a good egg. That was the ending that was where it should have finished. Yeah. yeah that's where it should have finished. Yeah. yeah. Propped up on conscious person. <laughs> a lot of Hermione's acting <laughs> is kind of a propped up unconscious person. Moving swiftly along. <laughs> Do you ever sometimes, I find this interesting about going on stages, sometimes I'll need to do a wee a little bit and I'll be like, I think I can make it. And then I go on stage and it's like, goes away. You're completely distracted. Mm-hmm. And in a way, sometimes mm-hmm. I, if I think I need to do a bit of a wee, I'm like, nah, hold it. And it might give you a bit of pizzazz, a bit of sparkle, yes. a bit of added yeah, energy. Yeah. I think I even sometimes need no. to really, there's been times <laughs> that I really need to pee. Yeah. And it just goes like, and you know, it's that what everyone talks like the Doctor Showbiz thing. Like yeah. I've had like not food poisoning, but some gut issues, Dr. and Showbiz. walked on stage and been fine. Is that a thing? And, like, I've never heard that. Yeah, <gasps> maybe it's more of a comedians talk about it. But you can be like, I can be feeling like I'm about to pass out, yeah. and then walk on stage, and you're fine and for exactly the allotted time. Yeah. I once threw up on air. Wow! Oh, that's right. In, Have I not told you that story, Georgia? Into the microphone. Look, I was quite hungover oh, that morning. I, I used to broadcast on the radio yeah. and I did the breakfast show on the weekends, which meant often, tricky. you know, over f- like years I did that show. So often the, I, there would be an event and I'd go to the event. Yeah. And then uh, one morning I went in and did the first hour, but then just from 6 till 7am, but then realised... I needed more sleep. Yeah. So what I did is I, between the 6 and 7 a.m. hour, I Mm pre-recorded 7 a.m. till 7.30. Wow. That's very impressive. So I created a 29-minute song made up of songs and me telling you what that song was and what the next song was. Yep. Classic. And then... And you just hope there's not a terrorist attack, I guess. Yeah. And then what I did is that I pressed play on that just after the news at the top of the hour at seven. Uh-huh. And then I went to sleep on the couch as it was playing Oh, out. my gosh. Do you not have a producer radio. watching you at this point? No, no, not on weekend breakfast. Absolutely not. Really? And then... I'm shocked by that. And then I set my alarm. I actually set about five alarms. Yeah, no, you would. You would for the naked fear of live radio. And I woke up so that I could make it back to the radio desk in time for the news headlines mm. at 7.30. And... The movement from oh, no. the sleeping to the awake. Oh, you weren't in a good way, Kyron. Sixty seconds. You weren't in a good way. I didn't give myself enough time to get it back together. Oh, okay, no balance there. And I had just enough time to say what that song was oh, at the end of my pre-recorded half hour. Throw to the news headlines in another studio on the different floor and head to the bin. Wow. <laughs> And then as the newsreader was doing the 90-second news headlines, I was in the corner corner of the studio oh. bringing up 
some memories yes. from the night before. Some memories. Just journaling those into the bin. And then when, when she started, when she hit the sports headlines, I was like, Wrap it up. I've got 15 seconds here. Wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm very impressed by your skills as a radio broadcaster. Basically, this is highlighting to me that you can really work on the fly quite well. My boss sent me a text, great show today. More like that. Yeah. More like that. I was like, I don't think so. <laughs> what have you missed? Okay, I really do have to eat. Talk amongst yourselves. I think we should get another person on this point. I don't think we should have Georgia anymore. <laughs> no, I agree. I think that, you know, we just end up talking for so long. For what? It's all cut out. For what? It's all cut out. Rubbish. I think... She looks too much like characters in the movies. Mm. Mm-hmm. Makes me uncomfortable. Yep. And she steals the limelight a little bit too. Yeah. Because people aren't expecting her to be funny and then she really is. And then she st- and she steals money. People don't know this about Georgia. She steals... Did she steal money from you? Yeah. How much? Like $45,000. Oh my God. She got... She got me involved in a pyramid, what turned out to be a pyramid scheme. Oh, my scheme. God, Georgia ripped you off. Yeah. Yeah. She got me involved in a food pyramid scheme. I had to buy all, a bunch of wheat for her. Do you know any other redheads that could replace her? Um, Ginny Weasley. Ginny Weasley, yeah. We'll ca- yeah that should Not be. the actress, the fictional character. Okay. Should be able to get her. She won't be busy. No. Harry's off at work. Georgia pees for a long time. Mm. Racehorse Georgia, they call her. Oh. Oh, she's made an appearance in the background. Georgia, we can see you. (laughs) We know you're back, Georgia. (laughs) We've been sitting here in perfect silence, so you'll find that out later. Did you? Oh, great. <laughs> Some treats ahead. Did you hear me, Wee? No. <laughs> HJ Pog says 10 out of 10. My childhood. Dot, dot, dot. They also had a school blown up by an evil wizard. That's crazy. What are the chances? <laughs> Villa DDT says end of an era. End of our childhoods. So they also (laughs) had a school blown up. This is a problem. A running theme. (laughs) Uh, Loving underscore silence says Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 gets everything right to send off Harry on a cinematic high. I hope Harry doesn't encounter any more trouble after this. I hope he just has a very beige life. Just picnics. Where would you like to put it, Georgia Mooney? Oh, no. You've opened... Your rankings, as everyone knows, because everyone looks <laughs> at three Lord of the Rings movies. Yep. And then you've thrown in Endgame, <laughs> the very last Marvel film, before popping in The Crown. Uh-huh. And then Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows, part one. Yes. So, the question is, do you think Deathly Hallows, part two, is better than part one, in which case, 
it is in your top six somewhere. <laughs> mm. I do think it's better than part one. I had a is it better than the crown? Very good time. That's you think it's better the, than the real crown? question, isn't it? I think my attachment to Marvel, interestingly, perhaps because of duration and um, sex appeal, is. Mm-hmm. Stronger than my attachment mm. to Harry Potter, so I think I'm going to slip it in at number five. Top five, Str- just about, just ahead of the crown. Reese Owen Nicholson, or as I call you, Ron. Mm-hmm. Where would you like to put this in your list? You, of course, have a lot more of the Marvel Cinematic Universe in your top five. The only exception being the crown. Mm. At number four. Elizabeth. Mm. Your favourite Harry Potters are at eight, nine, and ten before hitting your first Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Can't believe. Anyway, uh, where would you like to put nah, Lord of the Rings? And I'll back up my opinion every time. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> um, oh my god. Lord of the Rings. It's it's tough, isn't it? Because it's my favourite with all the context. Mm, 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 like, mm-hmm. it's not my fa- If you were to watch this standalone mm-hmm. with none of the context of the other movies, you're like, What's what's this? But surely that's true of Endgame, which is your number one movie. That without well, exactly, the context, yeah. that is a. I mean, that's a truly awful movie. Yeah, you're like, who are any? Who are any of these people? And why do I care about any of nope. them? People will always think that you know, Martin Scorsese is one of them. Uh, Marvel are like roller coaster movies, but like the event leading towards that movie mm. is some incredible yes. like path building. Yes. And I think uh, Harry Potter does a very similar thing. Mm. And I'm going to put it at number, I think, number three. Oh, that's interesting. I would love someone one day to watch, you know how people talk about like, what order do you watch the Star Wars movies? Like what order do you watch Marvel movies? I want someone to watch <laughs> all of these movies. <laughs> In order of our opinion on them, <laughs> from yeah. best to worst, I want a movie, a movie marathon <laughs> of yep. 34, 35 films now. Yep. And, and maybe you do do it reversed, like you start yeah. with the Incredible Hulk yeah. and you end at Endgame. Yeah. But in the meantime, you watch all the Harry Potter movies, <laughs> all the Lord of the Rings movies, yeah. and an episode of The Crown. Yeah. And people will discuss it, you know, at playgroups, you know. Nerdy dads are going to say, and which order are you going to show your children Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and the Marvel Cinematic Universe as well as an episode of The Crown? Which order are you going to do that in? The Chiron, the Georgia, or the Reese? Yeah. Yeah. We should make badges. That's our first merch. Which one are you? I still think we should have merch for the people that that just says I listen. Mm. Because I also think quite a useful piece of merch outside of the podcast of just having a little badge on that says, I yeah, listen. Yeah, just a thoughtful... True. Yeah, you could apply that to a lot of I contexts. Listen. Yeah. Not that anyone cares, but I'm putting it at number five. I okay. do care! <laughs> okay. <laughs> what are your top five, please? Here's my top five. Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. Yep. Same as mm-hmm. me. Then Endgame. Oh, that's where we differ. To, to bring together that many movies mm. and make it a good film, yep. that was masterful. Yep. Then Thor Ragnarok. Yep. While it plays its place, it can also stand alone. Yep. It is a standalone, extremely good movie yep. with drama and comedy. I agree. Then Harry Potter, Deathly <laughs> Hallows Part 2. For the same reasons of Endgame. Yep. But it's not doing as much work. Yes. So a little bit further yep. down the list. See, that's very interesting and very thought through. I'll keep going. Okay. Infinity War. That's it. Okay. okay. 
obviously the top two Lord of the Rings are just because they are they are truly brilliant films, wonderful, beautifully oh, written, yes, yes, and brilliantly yeah. executed. Yeah, sure. Oh, it's good to have tension in the group, isn't it? Spikes sure. it up. Stick around for the tension. <laughs> Another little merch idea I've had is um, a very small run of "Don't Worry, He's of Age." <laughs> You could probably just make two yes. of those. Two of those. For the two of you. <laughs> one of one Well, of because, it's, of because it's good advertising because people say on the street, excuse me, what does your badge mean? And you go, oh, I listen to this podcast. So someone has to panicked mm. give context and then we get new listeners <laughs> from people trying to Correct. prove that their neighbour yep. isn't a sex offender. And someone <laughs> outraged with that badge, a perfect new listener. Yeah. They will flip on a dime. That's it for Simply Marvelous. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Hey, thanks for listening to Simply Marvelous. What a lovely time we've had. Please like and subscribe. Please. I am an old woman. I live in iTunes and I get stronger. If you iTunes. like and subscribe. Remember iTunes. iTunes, YouTunes. <laughs> we all tunes for iTunes. Once you finish like and subscribing, you can actually leave a review like as well. And review. You can join Georgia and Georgia's mum in leaving a review of what you think of this show. What fun company to be in. It'll take, I don't know, 30 seconds? A minute. It might take a minute. If it takes you a minute, that's too long. (laughs) It only takes two seconds to leave five stars. Two seconds is perhaps too short. Well, actually, Georgia, (laughs) you can tell us how long it takes. You've done it. (laughs) I've done it. I've tried doing it twice. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Kyler Tsinas. Kyler Tsinas. I'm Kyler Tsinas, and I have been training a global community of women since 2009. I've created a brand new podcast, Sweat Daily, to help you level up your life and reach your health and well-being goals. From fitness tips to food that fuels you, meditation to motivation, we've got you covered. Sweat Daily, the happiest, healthiest, and most confident version of you awaits. Available on Apple Podcasts and wherever you get your podcasts. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com.